Fergal Darcy on Today FM. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm delighted to have our next guest on the show. MTV Push 2021 shortlist. Top five BBC prestigious sound 2021. Griff is on the line. Griff, how are you? Hi, what an intro. I love that. <laughs> I'm loving it myself. So listen, did you ever think that Nick and your brother's logic at 11 years of age would have turned out like this? No, never. It's quite surreal, actually. I think especially this year, so much had happened and it feels like it's been the best last year ever, but I feel really, really blessed that, um, yeah, things have been really good this year. You have worked so hard. You know, there's a line in Pirates of the Caribbean where Calippo meets... Uh, I'm going to use this now. Will Turner, right? And she turns around and she goes, there's a touch of destiny about you. There's a touch of destiny about you, Griff. <laughs> Everything just seems... The stars seem to have aligned for you at this very moment oh, in time. Oh, thank you. No one's ever used the parts of the Caribbean quote to me before, but I love that. Uh, I, I like to be different. I like to be different. Can we, can we actually, actually touch on a few things first of all? I want to get to your music because I like your music. Before I get there, let's talk a little bit about uh, Disney's first ever Christmas ad campaign because you were heavily involved involved with this uh, you know that track was there Love as a Compass you performed this huge deal yeah. especially because it's for Make-A-Wish yeah really surreal to think about it it was like Disney's first ever ad, um, Christmas ad and they asked me to sing on it and honestly I had no idea how big or small it would be um, but I just felt like very very honoured to be like invited by Disney to be part of it so um, I did it and it was such a great turnout and it was so crazy seeing and hearing the song everywhere I find your songwriting very honest and uplifting with your early stuff so Paradise and Moment that was the stuff that you had at first and that, that was the stuff that kind of circulated when you were younger uh, about 15 yeah. years of age and then that's how the record deal came tell me about that yeah those are just songs that like I had written just at home like really really rough demos um, but I think I just had them on a SoundCloud link and as I was working with more people, I'd obviously send some of my stuff so that like people could hear what I'm trying to do. And then I think that link kind of got about a little bit. And then before you know it, I had like record labels and um, publishers like getting in touch. And I had no idea what a record deal was or what a publishing deal was. And it was all very overwhelming. But um, yeah, looking back, it was, it was a pretty crazy time and it happened really, really quickly. So, um, but yeah. Kind of the start of this was you would sing in church and that's how you met people that were into music, like-minded kind of people. Yeah, I think it's it's like, it, it was years of like networking and meeting people because I think the music industry does seem like this very exclusive, like mysterious bubble to get into until you actually do start meeting people. So um, it started in church where I was like singing and I think in church there's lots of musicians. So even though it didn't mean that there were like absolute industry professionals it meant you could meet a musician who knew a musician who then maybe knew someone so over the years I think I would just like say yes to everything and work with anyone that I could and I think eventually that led to um yeah signing a deal you have been so proactive over lockdown and you're quite young so like literally some of the stuff you've done now black hole for me is a bit of a departure from the uplifting stuff this is kind of more of a dark pop anthem like is it kind of a sense it of heartbreak is. you've left a gap there you know what I mean that when that line comes in about leaving the gap it's kind of like what a perfect title for a song particularly if it's about heartbreak yeah I love it because it's like it is dark and it's super but it, I think it's also really fun like there's something really fun and upbeat and lighthearted about it and I think even though the lyrics are so dramatic I think the melodrama of the lyrics makes it even more fun and the darkness of it is kind of a bit tongue-in-cheek so um, yeah I'm really happy with how it turned out God you but you've done like if you think about it like Say It Again as well is another one of those tracks very honest yeah. this is a song which is about reassurance it's a song about telling people whose mental health has been badly affected that look it's going to be okay 
And I think that message mm. is beautiful. Not many people tell you that message in music, that if you tell someone often enough that you're going to be grand, everything's going to be okay, that it will be okay. Yeah, that song definitely came from the heart. I think when I wrote it, I had lots of girlfriends around me who were really struggling and I just felt very helpless. Like you you never know how to help someone who's in that situation. So yeah, that song to me was just like, I guess you have no choice but to believe it's going to be okay. Um, and so that's what that was about, yeah. Yeah, remarkably honest in that. Now your parents, they used to foster kids quite a bit and that's what good stuff is about. Yeah, um, ever since I was young, I guess I've been used to just having different kids living with us. Um, and there is just an element of, I like, I think I've never experienced heartbreak, but I think one way that I can identify with it is through all these kids coming, becoming part of the family, and then they end up leaving to a more permanent place. Um, so when I listen to all these heartbreak songs on the radio, there's an element of me that can't relate. But like when it comes to songwriting, I guess I've got to try and draw my own experiences to, to write songs that feel like people want to sing. So that's what that was kind of about. Yeah, I really like that song. It's kind of like You Left Me With The Good Stuff, um, which I think is, is a nice message because technically... I don't know if people can relate to this, but I've known I know quite a few people who have come through foster homes, and it's like people become your brother and your sister for a period of time, but you never forget about that as they move mm. from house to house, which is interesting. Enemy uh, actually turned around and said, "A phenomenon: the teenage boss about to take charge of pop." I agree with this to a certain extent. You know, <laughs> that's like a very all, big statement. <laughs> all sorts reaching out to you, though. Taylor Swift. Oh my gosh, that was like. That was just the cherry on top, like, to end um, 2020 for me. I did, like, I did a cover with my friend Maisie of a Taylor Swift song, and she saw it and then tweeted us and said she's a big fan of us. And honestly, that was literally, like, my whole life made up. Like, I was so happy. Because you would have been, you would have been a massive fan, you know, walking around with the Nano on back in the day going, oh, I like this album. <laughs> you know, so oh, like- yeah. Yeah, yeah, she was like the first ever, because I grew up on a lot of, like, gospel, soul, R&B music. So she was the first ever, like, I guess pop country music that I really discovered and re- I think listening to her music I realised that I loved pop music um, so yeah she's like one of my big big songwriting role models for sure There's a track on actually Folklore and it does remind me a bit of mm. you it's called Exile and uh, it's it's just it has all those honest vibes that your music has uh, and I just Which think, one is that? E- Exile Oh yeah, yeah I love it It has all it. these honest vibes and I find that with your music as well but, and, like forgive myself just as one of those kind of things that you know it's, it's like it just takes you through the moments and I think that that's the difference between your music and a lot of the stuff that's out there at the moment uh, which I want to see more of Griff I want to see more of It's coming I've been working on a lot of a lot of music I'm finishing songs literally as we speak um, and hopefully we're going to be dropping an EP around June time <laughs> Well I tell you if people want to know how to make how to make it lockdown work for them they need to take a leaf out of your book it has been a pleasure talking to you and I wish you to be oh, safe and every success in the music industry thank you so much for having me and hopefully we'll speak soon Fergal Darcy on Today FM